Hello storygoers and welcome back to another episode of Tales from the Cartridge, the video game storytelling podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Eric Penrod. And I'm your other co-host, Ryan Bauer. Ryan, we're going to see Spider-Man in an hour and a half. I'm so pumped. Yes. Cannot wait. It's so good. I I don't don't know if it's good. I'm assuming it's good. (laughs) I'm sure it will be good. Expectations are hard because when you have expectations, you can be so easily let down. Yeah. Yeah. but the first movie was just so good yeah I, the, it, this so one good. i'm sure will be good as well and if not Fantastic. we will not say otherwise because that's how brains work <laughs> my brain will tell me it was a good movie because i wanted to be <laughs> right right <laughs> the same with dark knight rises yeah and it took 10 years to get out of that cognitive dissonance to realize it wasn't as good. <laughs> here okay whole, so, tangent yeah side yeah, tangent yeah, really yeah, yeah. fast i i i think this isn't a false memory here. I believe I never read this. I'm pretty sure I thought this. So if someone else has thought of this too, I'm sorry. We're just both very talented, smart people. Uh, I had this thing. Ryan, you saw The Dark Knight Rises, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think... So at the end of the movie, spoiler, a huge spoiler <laughs> warning for a, a, like a decade-old movie, okay? Here it comes. At the end of Dark Knight Rises, jo- Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character, a.k.a. Robin takes over the mantle as Batman, right? This dude who has no training at all to yeah. be Batman, yeah. right? I think, here's how I would have done the movie, right? <laughs> Every, I mean, I'm sure Christopher Nolan is a listener of this podcast. So for sure. Christopher, thank you for listening. You're great. Oppenheimer, I'm sure will be fantastic, whatever. Uh, I think when Batman breaks his back, gets his back broken, I mean, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character also should have been thrown in that weird pit with Batman. And then Batman could have gotten his back refixed and then trains joseph gordon levitt yeah because what else are they gonna do they're gonna sit in a pit all day doing nothing yeah no yeah. he trains and then they both leave and that's where robin becomes robin mm. and then takes over the mantle as batman mm. that would have been an awesome movie in my opinion yeah i think i think uh, uh chris i know your thanks are all writing in every week we really appreciate it um <laughs> uh i think i think they need to maybe do some reshoots of this older movie i Let's do it. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready for this. Uh, let's let's reshoot this movie. Well, Ryan, you and I executive produce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the Dark Knight Rises, higher. <laughs> yeah, Dark Knight Rises, but but better. Uh huh. But better. <laughs> but better. No no nuclear bombs. This time. Yeah, yeah. We can call it. We can call it Dark Knight Rises: The Snyder Cut, just because then I think the it'll, it'll get good, good SEO. <laughs> Um, people are googling this night. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I like this. This is great. Yeah. With Eric and Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. Bottom. With Eric and Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Colin yeah. with Eric so and Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's my spiel. If you want to, Chris, if you want to reshoot the movie, let us know. We're uh, available. Uh, just gotta fly us out and pay for all our meals yeah. and stuff. Yeah. We'll be there. No yeah. problem. Though. Ryan, how are you? And what have you been up to? And what have you been playing? <laughs> yeah. Jeez, this up. It's okay. It's okay. Um, I am doing pretty well. Um, it is a very nice, chill, rainy weekend, which are my favorite weekends. Went and got uh, some bagels and a chai this morning, which was very nice. Um, and just kind of hanging out and relaxing. I am getting ready to change jobs soon, which is very exciting. So I'm just kind of mentally preparing for that. Um, and then as far as what I've been playing, a couple things here and there. Um, still, my partner and I are working through Tears of the Kingdom, um, booping all around and, and trying to just like constantly getting distracted um, and not getting anything done, which is, I think, the way that game is meant to be played. Um, not that there's any wrong way or right way to play. Um, uh, Diablo no, 4 right. just came out. Um, so mm-hmm. I tried a little bit of that. I've been, I haven't been going too buck wild. Um, but I've been trying a little bit of that, and that was just as fun as it was in the beta. I'm excited to play more of that. And then the new season of Destiny started a couple weeks ago, which is all, like, underwater-themed and very fun and cool. And it has, like, the it has, strangely enough, like, the bubble sonic mechanics where, like, you have a little bar that's going down, and the music gets more and more intense, and then you, like, hit a bubble, and it goes, whoop, and then you're fine. It's very oh, fun and sonic silly. Mario. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and they, did yeah. also, they also added fishing, which uh, is, is just wild. <laughs> It's this wild out here. Weird. It's wild out here uh, in <laughs> Destiny Land. Uh, but yeah, all kinds of all kinds of fun things. Just kind of jumping between a whole bunch of very big, intense games. Um, thankfully, uh, I think this is kind of the end of the games I'm super hyped for until the fall. Um, I know Final Fantasy folks also have to deal with that, which I do not because I'm not huge in Final Fantasy. But um, yeah, having a, having a great time over here. Good. Yeah, Eric, how are you? What have you been playing? Before I jump into that, I yeah. just when you said that you were booping and bopping around Hyrule, 
I just had this image in my head I want to share because I can't, I want to laugh about it. <laughs> I just picture like the, the moblins and the goblins or whatever they're called. Um, I forget their names. I'm going to sound like an idiot. Just sitting by the fire. I'm like, oh, I'm so tired of that Link booping and popping all over the <laughs> <laughs> Never know when that guy's going to come out of nowhere. And yeah. then you die. And then you come back with the blood moon and he just boops and bops over here again and kills us. Yeah. I just think it'd be so funny. Mm-hmm. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. I wish they had dialogue like that in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Miyamoto, if you're listening, as you as we know, Miyamoto's a listener also, mm-hmm. I'm yeah. sure. We don't know this, but we're pretty sure. Uh, so pretty if sure. you want us to do dialogue, Miyamoto, let us know. Yeah. There's a couple oh, emails oh. we've gotten that hasn't been it hasn't been signed, Miyamoto. But we know. <laughs> we know. We know. <laughs> Did I write it to us? Yeah, hundred percent. But we're pretty sure Miyamoto would have written the yeah. same thing too. Yeah. Um no, I'm good. I'm good. It's also yeah, like you said, Ryan, it's a rainy cold weekend, but we're making the best out of it. Um I watched Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse yesterday to prepare for today, so I'm super psyched for it. Um, as for what I've been playing, I've been playing just, honestly, Tears of the Kingdom every chance I get. I take my Switch to work uh, just in the off chance I get cancellations and I can have an hour to play uh, Zelda, which has been great. My co- my, co- my coworkers come in to say hi, and they just see me playing my Switch. <laughs> With the look on my face that says, leave me alone. <laughs> I have to say, I'm booping and bopping, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, booping and bopping. Um, Boop and bop it. It's great. I love it. And I have clients to come in and just down, sit down and just want to talk. They're doing they're doing well, so they just want to talk about Zelda. Mm-hmm. And so we get to, you know, and they get to direct the, the session, so we just talk about Zelda. It's it's great. Um, so, yeah. That's all really good. And we also have uh, been playing uh, Plate Up with my fiance. Yeah. Uh, we were just playing a little bit ago. We got the, we're on day 11. This is our first time getting to day 11. Very exciting. We're, we're thriving with salads over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's great. We're chopping lettuce, chopping tomatoes. I'm using my water basin as storage for dirty plates until I put them in the dishwasher. Perfect. We got a process. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, it's, it sounds it's beautiful. It's working well. Yeah. Yeah. We just started playing seriously yesterday. So to be on day 11 already, we're just feeling great. You that's that's I mean? pretty good. Yeah. That That's very yeah. good. Yeah. You uh, you guys it's, are- It's the some, overcooked. Some overcooked pros. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So that, that yeah. helps. Yeah. It's, it is much more that chilled helps. than overcooked. So if you can make it through overcooked, I think you're, you'll be all right. I think so. I think so. Yeah. When you're 100% overcooked, I feel like, I feel like all these dating shows- are fine and all i mean they're not they're pretty toxic yeah but like let's be real here i think we just set two couples up and say hey listen you're not sure if you should be together play overcooked yeah right and then your true colors will come out either you'll come together as a couple or you will separate and you won't talk to each other anymore yeah, yeah that's hey, a good <laughs> at least you know. yeah yeah <laughs> That's, that's maybe uh, some good, like, uh, a good service you could offer in the future of, like, I, yeah. hey, I'm not sure how I feel about this person. I think that, I think it's going well, but I don't know. I was like, I know exactly what you guys need. Mm-hmm. Come in, and we'll do a couple session. It's just, like, setting them up with Overcooked. <laughs> and, like, helping them talk through those conflicts as they're playing, as they start yelling. And I think that would be mm-hmm. really good. Yeah. They sit down and start talking, like, oh, no, no, we're not sharing feelings yet. You're going to play Overcooked first. <laughs> yeah. I need, I need to get a baseline of where you two are at. We'll see if this is going to be worth my time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It should be worth my time. It's all about me. I yeah. need to make sure I'm going to be invested in this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. That's a new therapy in the future. We'll do D&D, one-half mm-hmm. therapy, yep. which actually is a thing. Yeah. And then we'll mm-hmm. do Overcooked therapy. Perfect. Which is your uh, new, new pilot program. Yes, yeah. Come and ruin your relationship with me. <laughs> you know, there's enough co-op games out there between, like, Overcooked and Played Up and then something like It Takes Two. Like, you could do, like, a whole bunch oh, of co-op geez. games that you just, like, sit down and play together. And then as you're playing, the conflicts that come out of that, you as the therapist help them understand why they're having those conflicts. And maybe they need to communicate better. Maybe you need to... It looks oh like, you know, you really need to talk about, like, you're expecting this person to do something that you haven't communicated. Let, let's... You know what I mean? I think there's something there. Yeah. I think there's something. You're actually there. right, Ryan. You're actually probably—I mean, no joke right now. I know we're, we're being funny a lot, but actually, you probably could justify that. Yeah. I, therapeutically, it does sound like it does sound right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, you know, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's actually a really good idea. Yeah. One day. We'll, One we'll day. Pump for, I will pump for practice. And, yeah, yeah. It'll be great. Perfect. <sighs> Storygoers, we hope that you're doing well. We hope that you enjoy our last episode of Super Mario 64. It's been a huge hit. Uh, is I—I I don't know. There's some of you who are still listening to the different parts of it. Which uh, kills me a little bit inside because I, I, they're just so not as good as what we're doing now. But it's okay if that floats your boat. And it's almost a Mario pun from the, the floating the boat part of the story. Uh, not intentional. But we hope, nonetheless, that you're enjoying those episodes. We put a, a poll on that episode from Mario, uh, polling people on if they want us to continue the story, build the story out more so we're covering every single world at least once in that in that story of Mario 64 and overwhelmingly the majority of you have said yes. So I think as time goes on, 
sporadically we'll add a few a few worlds into the story build it out more um as i've since i've re-recorded it it'll be easier to put those those parts in and make it more fun so um we just have like a three hour four hour long <laughs> bedtime story incredible but you know what hey teach their own teach yeah their own. yeah 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 give the people uh, what they want yeah, yeah. Four hour bedtime stories. Yeah. They like they go to sleep for like seven hours, they wake up and the story's still on and it's only on like <laughs> the basement level of the of the of the story. Yeah. Uh, as always, story goers, you can email us your thoughts, feelings, and perspectives to Tales from the Cartridge at gmail.com. All of the E's are threes. You can also find us on our Instagram, also on Spotify now with all of our, our little questionnaires we're putting on those. Uh, we're going to have a questionnaire on this one too. So if you scroll down right now on your Spotify, uh, you'll see the question. I don't know what it's going to be yet. We'll have to think about it. Uh, but please, that's, a, that's honestly probably the best way to engage with us now, um, which is really cool because the majority of you listen to us on Spotify. Um, and if not, then just write into us, of course. Or you can also leave us a voicemail or text at our toll-free number at 207-494-4334. And you can we'll read and listen to all those episodes in the future. That number, Ryan, our Tales number, uh, used to belong to a, uh, a cooling service, uh, mm. like a cooler, like a like an air cooler mm. service or uh, AC service. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yes. I, I, um, and you're probably wondering how I know that because <laughs> the majority of people who call are asking for me to help them. Yeah, with yeah. their cooler. I I look at the messages. The you know, and they'll have like they'll like transcribe it for you, and yeah. it's like, hey, do you still do like AC service? And I'm just like, they're not listening to tales. Yeah, that's <laughs> the time of year when they it's probably popping off. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, oh, and of course, sorry, almost done. Story goes. Of course, you can also donate to our super cool Patreon for just a dollar. You get our exclusive scripts as well as the warm fuzzy feelings of supporting us, your favorite podcast ever, rightfully so. Christopher Nolan, we're looking at you. Uh, if you don't mind rating us on Spotify or Apple or all, any service you're on listening to us, that'd be super duper duper cool. And that is that is my spiel for the beginning of this. Ryan, as always, mm. DLC time. Yep. We're going to do a character wheel. Yeah. So much fun. The best. The, the best. best time. And would you like to, to kind of dive into today's topic? Yeah. So uh, character wheel, if folks don't know or just joining us, we spin some wheels. So this this character wheel we're going to be focusing on relationships. It's it's summer. Um, we were kind of thinking about what we were going to do for the summer. Wedding season is in the summer, and we as we got mm-hmm. to that, we're like, let's spin some wheels and and have some have some make some magical partnerships that may lead yes. to marriage. So um, if you're just joining us for the first time, what a wild episode to join us on! But this is a DLC where we spin <laughs> some wheels and then we we uh, put two characters against each other in this kind of battle royale. I guess these are going to be two pairings or some pairings together. Two pairings, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is the first time you're pairing people together to yeah. So we'll have we'll have two yeah. partnerships, um, either heteronormative or not, um, and mm-hmm. they're going to be um, seeing which relationship we think will be the most successful and why. And then at the very end, we'll have these three winners of those first rounds, and we'll have the finals and see who is the best relationship that we have spun. I'm really curious to yes. see how this is going to play out, and if at any point we're going to like break up relationships to form new ones and see how that all shakes out. <laughs> um, so I'm really excited to see how. <laughs> How we how we shake this one up because these character wheels always get very fun and wild. Sonic the Hedgehog is totally a cheater. He'll cheat on. Toxic. No, I'm. This is the first time I've ever done anything like this for our character wheel. Uh, and if you are like, whoa, this is too much, go back and listen to our first character wheels. You get what you know. It's easy easier to kind of get into it. Um, but if not, this is gonna be great. So. I'm going to start spinning the character wheel, and uh, Ryan will do the... You won't see the story, Gores, but Ryan's going to write down the pairings as we go about them. So, without further ado, let's spin the wheel. Wheel spinning. Hopefully, the sound effects are going in, as I always say, every episode with this, when this happens, with awkward sounds on our end. The first of the first pair is Zagreus from Hades. A nice one. A nice start. Zagreus is good. And Zagreus is going to be paired up with... Stopping. <clears throat> Travis touchdown from No More Heroes. Yikes. Oof. All right, okay. the next pair is wheel of spinning. Slowing down, slowing down, slowing down, slowing down. Sackboy from Little Big Planet. Okay. Sackboy is paired up with. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yikes. Except what we confirmed a long time ago, it was very, very small. Very tiny. So it'll be interesting, yes. Uh, 
Okay, Ratchet and Clank, open relationship. Okay, <laughs> they're, a part, they're a group deal. They're a group deal. So they're going to be a thruple here. Um, they're, yeah, they're going to be, who would have thought, I never thought, I didn't think we'd have a thruple. Uh, a very, very Sony thruple there. But yeah, Tra all right, and then for the last pair we have here is Tracer from Overwatch. Okay. And this field is spinning one more time to pair our last couple of this first round. And that person is... Solid Snake <laughs> in the Metal Gear Solid series. Now, we know that canonically a lot of these characters... So, like, for example, Tracer. Um, so, normally, I mean, the Tracer would be in a relationship with Solid Snake. However, just for the, the sake of this... Of this we can yeah we can know, we can time. we can take that into account as we're as we're thinking through this decision but that's true um yes we'll yeah. see i think i think not to say we're not, we're not pushing any kind of narrative is what i'm trying to say right you know exactly what I mean? yeah. yeah we're not trying to take away tracers uh, gender identity or sexuality sexuality um yeah. in yeah. this situation um we're just I'm trying to be respectful but just having fun i guess is what I'm trying yeah, to say. yeah yeah and i think there's yeah. something to be said about like through all of these conversations, like Tracer and Solid Snake, like are starting a some form of relationship. Maybe it may not be as successful because we know who Tracer is attracted to, but uh, relationships happen. Uh, you know, lieu of feelings and lieu of those types of things all the time. Um, they're not always yeah. the healthiest, and we can kind of talk about that as we as we get into it. Yeah, a lot of couple stuff in this episode, right? Even before yeah. this happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 We, All right. We uh, always bring our like tales uh, mini therapy to every single conversation that we every have. Every single conversation. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Hundred uh, percent. Okay. So the first partnership we have here is Zagreus and mm -hmm. Travis Touchdown. Yeah. Now, yeah. as as the between the two of us, I I played No More Heroes a lot. Yeah. As we talked about, yep. I'm not sure if I'm proud of that or not, but we know that Travis Touchdown is very vulgar. Yeah pretty disgusting yeah right like it's pretty pretty awful human when you think about it like mm -hmm. really enjoys killing people uh but has a weird moral compass yeah but it's very sporadic you know what i mean it's interesting because i'm thinking about this and at first i heard this this couple and i was like oh this is definitely not gonna work right because zagreus is kind of more calm yeah more patient yeah however also i would say enjoys chaos and carnage and not carnage but just fighting because like that's literally what he does the best in this whole game is that he fights through hell to get to the surface. Yeah. So really when you think about it, Zacharias and Travis Touchdown actually have a lot in common. They do. They really yeah. enjoy fighting. Yeah. 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 Like they, together, what would probably do very well fighting with one another mm -hmm. to Definitely. get to some kind of conclusion. So they actually could work very well as a partnership. And you know how like the whole like opposites attract thing? Yeah. Yeah. Zagreus's ability to kind of cope and regulate himself might actually go well with Travis mm. as well as Travis's like kind of like uh, just kind of sporadic outgoing nature might be kind of fun for Zagreus to kind of vicariously live through. Or not vicariously, but just kind of be part of. Right? Yeah. So they actually might complement each other a little bit, kind yeah. of fill in the gaps from one another. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I actually went into this thing and that was this horrible relationship. I actually kind of feel like they could be a, actually a strong couple. Yeah, I think I think there certainly could be some success here. You have, they have, like you said, this common hobby that they both enjoy of like fighting and, and, and taking on the world. And I think like Travis Touchdown, from my understanding, is is pretty, you know, boisterous and intense, but not too out there from some of Zagreus's other relationships with um, uh, Meg, mm -hmm. right? Is Meg the Fury? Yep, who, Meg, yeah, yep. Meg. So I think like there's certainly something there where um, I think Travis or Zagreus is more attracted to folks who are like a bit stronger, a bit more more intense. I don't think that's, that's out of the ordinary mm -hmm. from what we've seen in the in the game so yeah i certainly think there's something there i think like it'd be interesting to see like long term like once they finish whatever like however they met or whatever situation they're in i think they would be most successful when they're like fighting towards something together um when mm -hmm. that ends i don't know how like in the downtime that would shake out but it'd be definitely yeah. definitely like better suited than you'd first expect yes i agree i for some reason <clears throat> If I were to rate this, I think we should rate this. Oh yeah, we can um, we can rate it. Yeah, you want to? Yeah, let's give them let's give them a rating. Do we want to rate it in like in like? So we we, we obviously are going to put some type of numerical value. Does we want to put like yes, like one to ten or like one to ten, but like ten months, ten years? Like do we want to add oh, like a time or do we just oh. want to add like a a numerical <clears throat> value to the success of that? I almost want to give it like a. I almost want to rate it like on one to five, but also do time. Like I can see this lasting like two years. Cool. Kind of okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's, let's, I think that feels good. And maybe eventually we'll come up with a system that will be only in this episode and not carry over to any other episode yes. as useful as that is. Um, like 
maybe like a three and a four is like five years and maybe like a five is like 10 you know what i mean we can we yeah. can see how that shakes out as as we you know feel it out because this is all this is all nonsense okay. so whatever yes. we say is kind of how it goes <laughs> hopefully it's not frustrating <laughs> yeah sure it's fine if, yeah. if people feel strongly they have ways to communicate with us on their feelings and we would love to hear that yes 100 percent, 100 percent. i i don't know about you ryan yeah. so say, say we give it a, a one to five rating sure. i kind of see this like this relationship is a solid three for me mm, okay i see this lasting two to three years okay okay so you were thinking three two to three years i i was feeling like yeah. a two and a half so that feels like a a pretty similar um so maybe we split the difference and do like 2.75 does that feel sure, okay sure and we feel yeah. like this would last like two to three years um okay all right but like do you think it's a positive two to three years do you think like it's a do you feel like it's like two years of great and then a year of kind of messy like yeah non- okay 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 cool 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 like all we have in common is fighting mm-hmm. you know you're you're frustrating me you know because they're, they're both kind of like flirty with multiple people yeah you know what sure. I mean? so they'd be flirting with other people i can see jealousy getting in there is um, is also is zachary's allowed to leave hell technically no he dies in hades right yeah so i think or i guess it's not tech, it's not called hell but you know what i mean you know what i mean uh, it, it, the it, underworld it whatever yeah, uh so that really that is. that might either like that would be a damper well it could be or it could be a situation where they have a more open relationship where like yeah, hey true. you're in your world i'm in my world we care about each other we support each other but we have our own things going on um mm. and again, i don't know how successful that would be long term but i could see it like shaking out that way too yeah i can see them doing it for like two three years and be like you know what this isn't working but yeah. i see you as a great friend yeah. now we're yeah. just in two different places in our life sure literally sure, sure, sure. yeah exactly um, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah 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 you're you're in space killing aliens and i'm trapped in the underworld hanging out with dealing with my family issues yeah yeah yeah, yes. yeah. certainly yeah. yeah okay that feels that feels yeah. good i feel Perfect. good about that I mean, Sackboy, Ratchet, and Clank. Right? I, I mean, I, I think this is like a really sweet little little trio wh- here. You wow, know, I think okay, I think okay. like you have. I think we have like Ratchet and Clank, really close friends, um, and and now or, or have decided to like have it be something more in their in their mm. in their partnership, and then they bring in this like little tiny being who they take care of, and maybe <laughs> it's more plutonic than maybe Sackboy would like, or I'm not really sure how it all fits, mm. but I think this is like a really charming little group of folks who you're just you know just hanging out and just want to do uh, go on adventures together and like have different skills mm. and Sackboy is very tiny but clank's not huge like um you know there's there's like a, a size you is know you have super tiny Sackboy, Sackboy like is very tiny tall yeah Sackboy is like a couple <laughs> inches tall um yeah, but, but that, yeah but I think like there's there's like a there there still could be something there I think like like Ratchet and Clank have their house and when they go and Sackboy just is like roaming around going adventures in their house I I I I, I think mm. I see this as being and maybe I'm thinking this more too too platonic because I think this would be a very successful platonic experience right where right, I right. don't know what, if it were to move to a relationship how that would go but I think there's certainly something there I I surprisingly disagree I would love to hear more I just I think that. There's two things that cause me. One, typically, I don't care about size, right? Size isn't a big deal. So yeah. some people it is, right? This is literally a significant size difference, sure. right? Yeah. And I also think for Sackboy, who is also like struggles because he can't really talk, as far as I know. Yeah, yeah. Or especially yeah. Clank can, but like just a different, just a really significant language barrier there. Mm. Um, and Ratchet and Clank are so much closer. I can see Sackboy just mm. being super jealous about that because almost like a, almost just like a being that is just like is very emotionally based mm-hmm. to kind of convey what's happening around them for Sackboy. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, uh, I can see that. I can see that breaking that off and just Sackboy just disappearing one day and Ratchet and Clank have no idea what's happening. I also feel like Ratchet and Clank would make a weird couple too for some reason. Yeah, I mean, I think it, the part of the challenge is that we've really only seen them as really close friends, not anything right. more. Nor have they at any point indicated they're interested in anything more than being really close friends. Um, and in some situations, like family to each other, which feels a little bit weird to to kind of put that 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 spin on it so I, I mean we could also reframe it as like ratchet and clank are both separately dating sackboy but they're not dating each other and that's how the yeah. throuple works or like just oh. clank is but like I, there's there's certainly something else there but that would require like some like mental hoops we'd have to jump through to make that happen which maybe speaks mm-hmm. to the challenge of this pairing oh man i 
how would you rate it, Ryan? If you were to rate it, what 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 comes to you? So my initially, I was I was similarly like a two point five to a two. I would say I think throughout our conversation, I'd, I'm probably closer to like a a one to point seven five type of thing. Oh there. wow, lower um, than I thought it would be. Yeah, yeah. I just think like again, it's hard for me to work through. I I, I really like. I would love a game or like some type of experience with these three all working together on like a cool adventure. Me too. But I think that feels very different than being in like a relationship where you have to hear each other and help each other and support each other. And I think there is a, a, a weight to Ratchet and Clank's relationship. Like you're saying that Sackboy would be hard to pierce through. Um, yeah. yeah. I think as much as yeah, I think it would be, I... I think it'd be a great experience um, initially or they would go on some fun adventures together. Yeah, I can see this lasting. This is almost like an experimental phase for like less than a year. A yeah, year tops. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I would give like a one and a half stars in my mind. Okay, okay. So we're like <laughs> feeling like a one. Then if we yeah. were to split the difference there, okay. And you said how, like like uh, less than a year. I, I, I year tops. You know what I mean. I feel like I feel like this would be like an experimental thing that lasts maybe a year. Like I don't see it going past that okay. personally. What yeah. Do you? Do you yeah. I, I think I think that feels good. I think I, I I can't imagine. I would. I don't think maybe it would last even that long. Um, yeah. Because yeah, of the situation. Right. But who knows? I think I think one being less than a year feels fine. And uh, as far mm. as our like rating scale here. Yes. Because it's yeah. almost feeling like the one to five is is. Not a one to one, but scaling years wise, um, yes, which I which right. I think makes sense. But then five, I guess, would maybe be more five long is, term. Yeah, yeah, like long term, they'll make it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, and then our last partnership is yeah. Tracer, Tracer and, Solid, and Solid, Snake. Solid Snake. Yeah, I almost did. You play Metal Gear Solid Five, Ryan? I didn't. No. Ah, I'm 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 a little sad because I don't even know if they have this person on our our character wheel. I should add them. Uh, there's a character in Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid. Jeez. Named Quiet, mm-hmm. really cool uh, female character. She doesn't ever talk for some reason. I forget why, but she's like super cool, super helpful in the game. One of the best uh, allies we have in the game. At least I thought so. I really wish it was her instead of Solid Snake. <laughs> I would like hundred percent trace her in Quiet. hundred yeah. percent. That is the coolest relationship by far. But that's not what we have here. I digress. But if Tracer was, I think well, we know Tracer's not. Um, um, so with Tracer, we know that Tracer is attracted to female-presenting individuals. For the sake of this argument, we're going to say that, for whatever reason, Solid Snake just fits the bill. Not sure yeah, why, yeah. right? Or, I mean, should we even see, or should we even do that? I don't know if we I don't know. I mean, I think, I, don't, that? I, don't, I don't think we need to. I think, like, we yeah. take this at face value, and I think there are some things that they might, similar to, like, Sackboy and Ratchet and Clank, who Sackboy doesn't, yeah. is, is more of an asexual being who doesn't really present for either gender, I think, mm-hmm. and we don't, like, Ratchet and Clank, I think, like, we, we can take their, inf- what they would like into account as we're making these decisions, and I think other, even outside of, and I'd love to hear your thoughts more, even outside of who they are attracted to, I think there are some challenges here within their a relationship with these two. Even outside of that, yeah. like ignoring that, not that we should ignore that, but taking that into account, I think we'll bump it down from like, if they were perfect, then it would bump it from like a five to a four or something like yeah. that, or a, but a five to a three. But I think we can still like talk about all the other things and then just have that be a part of the conversation because that is who Tracer is. Yeah, I okay, you know what? And I think you're totally 100% right on that. I would say with that in regard, not to force relationships then because i feel like that might be problematic in that same regard right even though yeah. this is very silly obviously yeah, yeah i would yeah. say then based on this dynamic i see tracer and solid snake as like super good friends for sure like people who are really good they're both kind of workaholics yeah you know they're both kind of like really dedicated to what they do i think they're super good friends i'd give this like half a star because like yeah. they're not gonna take this seriously it yeah. wouldn't really happen you know yeah I mean? it's zero stars i don't know yeah, I, I, I feel very similarly. I don't know Solid Snake as well, but I do know that they are, like, always about the mission, always about the job. Yes, always. Um, and, and Tracer, similarly, like, cares a lot about their mission. And I think, like, mm-hmm. if they were on a mission together, they, they could become very close and something that could look like a relationship from the outside, um, possibly. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't, like, long term, I don't know how sustainable that is because yeah. uh, if you're both super focused on work, it's hard to have anything meaningful. Um, even, like, between friends, right? It's hard to have anything right. super meaningful. Yeah. I think I, I would give this a zero star. I don't think it's even going to happen. It's not going to take off. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. So with that, story goers, it looks like. Yeah. We don't even have to, we don't even have to make a decision here. 
I know. It's actually kind of nice when we rate yeah. it like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The best relationship we have here is Zagreus from Hades and Wild. Travis Touchdown Wild. from No More Heroes winning, winning round one. Good job. Of our, our wow, good job. <laughs> good relationship. Good job, guys. <laughs> now, granted, we only gave them two, two and three fourths of a star. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we'll see how this goes. So I'm going to go back to the character wheel now. Yeah, it's almost like if you just pick relate people at random to match them together, it may not work. And that's okay. It may not work. <laughs> and that's okay. You know what? Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. This is, you know, this is silly and, and it's weird. It's silly and weird and fun. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of silly and weird and fun, we have Phoenix Wright as our first Love person that. In, the, in the relationship here. We're going to spin again. Spinning, we're spinning, we're spinning. Our next person, who's the person who's matched up with Phoenix Wright, is is Mega Man. So, a very, very interesting couple right there. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Okay, we're going to keep going. We're going to keep spinning. The next person in the newest couple in this round two is... Cal Kestis from Jedi Fallen Order, as well as uh, Jedi Survivor, which I still have yet to beat because Tears of the Kingdom has ruined my life <laughs> in the best way possible. Uh, and person has matched up with Cal Kestis is Cole McGrath from Infamous. Cool! What a bunch of cool beefy boys! What a bunch of cool. <laughs> Such a cool, heroic, beefy boys. Yeah. Um, and then the last yeah. of our our couples begins with the Wanderer from Shadow of the Colossus. No, they are dedicated. They are very dedicated, very loyal. I would say. Uh, with the last person being matched up with with the Wanderer being Bayonetta. <laughs> that I think so has been my very favorite pair. Not to show any bias, but what wow. an incredible pairing. What a pair. What a pair. Aggro! Aggro! <laughs> I should put Aggro the Horse in you here. You should. That'd be great. Oh, I love Aggro the Horse. Um, okay, so first relationship we have here is Phoenix Wright and Mega Man. Yeah. What a pairing. What a wild what a What a couple you look at and you say, this is interesting. This is yeah, right? successful lawyer, robot boy. Uh, <laughs> it is in some ways <laughs> problematic. We? Unless we assume that Mega Man at this point is 18 years old. He's lived a happy childhood oh, of being a man. robot boy and is now an adult who can consent to. Uh, yeah, maybe look up all. We're Mega gonna man. look this up. I'm gonna <laughs> Google this right now. We're gonna just general Mega Man age. Mega Man is Google saying he's thirty six years old. I don't know. If that's yeah, right. I think I think he might be like older, but also like built to look like a robot boy. Is that right? That's I don't know. Weird. I don't know if that's right. I have not played. Uh, I've only played the Battle Network games, and those did not give me anything oh, about Mega Man's uh, yeah. lifestyle. This person. This is two years ago on the official Mega. Not the official. This is on the Mega Man Reddit. Uh, this person has a theory that in Mega Man 9, mm. uh, that would put him at 14 to 13 years old. Mm. So I almost want to just say, this would never even take off. Yeah, like maybe this <laughs> just is not... We have a We have a, a lawyer uh, and a, a non-able-to-consent uh yes. robot being um so i think <laughs> maybe maybe where this is another zero star <laughs> zero star we, I, we could have said Mega Man x but that is not within the bounds of this game because yeah. x seems older uh but that we didn't put Mega Man x we put Mega man all right so uh very missing it's almost you know what I, okay you know what it is ryan mm -hmm. you know what know what happened here in my mind Phoenix Wright tried a dating service. He saw Mega Man. And yeah. Thought, Whoa, this is awesome. <laughs> Met up, realized Mega Man was actually Mega Boy, and said, "Absolutely not. I'm not right, here. Right. Never happened." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I that's think that's what I. There yeah. might be. I. There could be like a very cool like mentor apprentice relationship where like Phoenix Wright is teaching teaching <laughs> Mega Man going? law. You know what I mean? Like he's teaching to be a lawyer. I think that could be cool. I think that would be a fun experience. He sues uh, Doctor Wiley. <laughs> yeah, because like it or like works on like you know we robots need to have rights and this oh, Doctor Wily is yeah. a big goon. Phoenix Wright, will you help me take him down? And you have this cool law partnership. I would I would be down oh, for that. 
Um, and then Mega Man goes, objection! And he like points his blaster and just blasts <laughs> the, the courtroom. And then he gets that taken away because cool. that is super against the law. And yeah. then Phoenix Wright has to defend him for that lash out. It, it could be, I think there's a really good story this there. This is a good game. Yeah. This is a good game. Let's release it on the original DS. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, that's phenomenal. So, uh, yeah, we're going to just... Phoenix Wright, Mega Man, zero stars. Yeah. This is not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Phoenix Wright got catfished. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. we're going to move on. Um, Partnership 2, Love much more too. interesting. Yeah. Very cool. Cal Kestis and Cole McGrath. Yeah. Uh, so we know Cole... So Cole McGrath, if you're not aware, is from the Infamous series. Uh, he was an in Infamous 1 and Infamous 2. Uh, very so really I think we're gonna do the the canon version of Cole McGrath if that's cool right yeah for sure um, which is the good Cole McGrath he is a, a hero he saves people he has electric based powers as well as ice powers because he, he this is canonically within the the good realm of Infamous Two where he gets ice powers um, he spoiler alert for for Infamous Two big big spoiler alert so if you don't want to listen anymore just like skip 10 seconds Cole McGrath dies at the end of Infamous 2 he, he dies a hero he dies saving the world yeah. um, and, and he has to in order to do that so he's very selfless um, he is kind of like in Infamous 1 kind of just like a bare bones character but Infamous 2 is much more expo- well actually you know what I take that back I take that back I'm a liar because Infamous 1 these are all infamous spoilers at this point. If you haven't played this game, you're, you're far behind but you, I mean, who am I to say? Who am yeah, I to judge? Yeah. Right? We did an episode on the first Infamous right? Yeah, go check did. it out. Take, go take go a check set. it out. Go listen, then come back. Come <laughs> on back. Cole, actually, Cole is much more. Uh, he's much more uh, developed than I gave him credit for. Like his partner, unfortunately, dies. You know, he has a whole lot of emotional turmoil with the the big baddie in that game, as well as into Infamous too, as he builds character relationships. So he actually he he tries his best. He looks very gruff and very standoffish, but Cole really tries his best to to do what's right, not what he... He does what he needs to do, not what he wants to do. Yeah. And that's kind of what good Cole is all about. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, how do you feel about Cal, Ryan? What do so you, how would you Cal, describe Cal? It's a little bit challenging here, Eric, because there is the Cal that you probably know, and then there is the Cal that I know from his experience in oh, uh, right. Jedi Survivor, and the yes. really, what I thought was some really cool character growth that happened over the course of that game. So uh, I think if we maybe just focus on, like, I, I don't want to spoil, this game just came out like two months yeah, ago. I don't I want to spoil that. anything with that. But I think they both have very similar discipline in, in their worldview of, like, I will put others before myself. Like, that was, that was like, good or bad. Like, Cal Kestis was indoctrined with that ideal at, as a very young age and has brought that with him yeah. and is willing to put himself in danger to save others. And I think in that, they, they have some common ground. They also both deal with a lot of like survivor guilt, right? Of being yes, like, yes. I survived and other people didn't. And is Trauma that how, how do I exactly how do I work through that? Yeah. And there and that is the same way in which Cal and oh, what is her name? Um, oh, from from Jedi Fallen Order. Um, yeah. The the, uh, the, yeah. the let me let the me teacher think. no um, or the 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 lady the, yeah. Ryan's Googling this, but really fast story goes well. He figures out the name of this character that some of you probably already know because you're playing Jedi, Jedi Survivor. Uh, before anyone comes at us, Cal Kestis is 18 at the start of Jedi Fallen Order. Mm. Uh, mm. So we are, we, are, we are okay here. Yeah, He's 23 yeah. in Survivor. So mm-hmm. if you really want to, we can go with that route. But um, yeah, just, just to make sure. Marin is is her name. Like Similarly, like is the, has survived the loss of everybody that she knows and cares about and like there there is some bonding that happens in the first game there and i think you have a very similar experience where cal and cole are both dealing with that survival guilt dealing with like the weight of if i don't do it who will and putting themselves in harm's way and not really thinking about their happiness and future for others and i think that is both a really strong thing that will bring them close together and they'll align but also will make it really hard to like have something long term because they are constantly giving up their own personal relationship to go like save save the world or save a planet or save the you know what i mean and i think that makes it hard i think they would grow really close in those moments they were able to come together Uh, but i think those might be few and far between but i really like Uh, this me too if it wasn't for that ryan i think you're 100 right if it wasn't for that i would be like five plus yeah like or, yeah. or five stars like, yeah. I, like you know forever like they're gonna be together it's like they can work so well together yep. their powers kind of work well together in yeah. a way yeah um 
I would see them supporting each other and being that kind of emotional rock they need yeah. for one another. Yeah. Um, I really like this pair. I, I feel like I feel like this is one, Ryan. You're probably right. I feel like the circumstances of the world and the and the and the threats that they face would probably hurt their relationship in some way. I'd probably get like a four star then. Yeah, you know, I think like yeah. four solid good years. Yeah, I think it's like there's there's like a tragedy to um, their uh, relationship in that if if only they existed in a world that didn't need to be saved, like yes. then it would be good. But also they wouldn't be the people who they are if they didn't exist in that right. world. Like what this beautiful, really beautiful. Like if only the world was different, but then we wouldn't be the same people and we wouldn't work as well. Like it's this really sad, perfect pairing of. Because of the world we exist in, we have to be this, and that's what we would see in each other. But because of that, we can't put ourselves first. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just really cool. Uh, what a great, a great pairing. But yeah, I think yeah. four years uh, only because of they got they got stuff to do. Uh, okay, so then our last partnership, what a the team Wanderer up. from Shadow of the Colossus and Bayonetta <laughs> from Bayonetta and Bayonetta too. Yeah. Um, we, the wanderer doesn't really talk a whole lot, but man, yeah. is he loyal? Yeah, yeah, he's a loyal dude. He's he has a beautiful horse named Agro. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all he says. Agro. Yeah. Agro. <laughs> uh, but man, Agro loves. I mean, Agro. I feel like the way animals interact with the person shows the kind mm. of person that that individual is. Right. Sure. Yeah. Agro loves the wanderer. Yeah. Because the wanderer is such a good a good person to the to Agro. So. Yeah. I feel like the Wanderer, and we know that the Wanderer is very selfless, right? Mm-hmm. So, again, spoilers for Shadow of the Colossus. You really should play it. I need to play the remake. I've only never played the original, but um, we know the Wanderer is sacrificing himself, essentially, to bring back the person that he loves, um, which is just the most selfless thing one can do, really, when you yeah. think about it. Yeah. Um, give up your life for someone else. It's very selfless. Um, so, yeah, Wanderer, good, good, good dude. He... I would say makes questionable decisions, right? Yeah. Instead of moving on and grieving and, 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 and trying to improve his life, he seeks to find unhealthy ways to cope, yeah. such as bringing back the dead yeah. Yeah. and killing giants who really are just doing their thing. They're not yeah. doing anything wrong. They're just yeah. living their life, yeah. living their truth. Um, so kind of problematic when you think about it. The more I talk about the Wanderer, the more problematic I'm realizing. It's, it's, they're like they're it, a though. really <laughs> complex character, which is great. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and you know what? And I'll be honest with you, Ryan. I don't really know a whole lot about Bayonetta. I just yeah. feel like Bayonetta is kind of that person who's like, I don't need no one. Like, I yeah. got, I am great on my own, confident, strong. Like, I almost see Agra, or I almost see Agra. I almost see the Wanderer having a sword running at somebody, and then Bayonetta's just flipping and dipping and, and just bashing. Yeah. doesn't really need the Wanderer, yeah. Yeah. essentially. Yeah. Yeah. I um, mean, I, yeah. similar to you, I don't, I don't know Bayonetta in, in, in other than like these bits and pieces. But I think I think it could go one of two ways based on my understanding. Either yep. they completely write the wanderer off because they're far too needy and want and need too much, or mm-hmm. they're super into this person being obsessed with them. And whether they invest back or not is kind of up to them. Um, but they, but again, I don't know Bayonetta's character. Um, I think there's a world in which the wanderer like goes to Bayonetta to like resurrect their their dead partner and then Bay- yes. that that's how they meet and there, there could be I'm something thinking. interesting there and Bayonetta's like yes. yeah I'll do that but you gotta do this this and this and sees how capable they are there's a world in which I think there's a story there that could be really interesting and cool um, but yeah it's a tricky tricky partnership uh, but I, I yeah but but a, but a fun one I think that would be a fun one sorry I'm very excited because I think I think we, I think we hit the nail on the head right I think the wanderer is someone who's stuck in a in a in in a past relationship yeah he wishes continued trying to start a new relationship with someone who knows that he's not invested in this as much as he could be or, or probably should be to make it work i yeah. think he's stuck in a past he's fixated on a on an ex mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and not on his current relationship. i'm curious what you would give this as as a star ranking right or how long do you think <laughs> yeah it's last? hard for me to separate uh how successful i actually think this would be and how cool I think it would be for this to happen. It would be a cool idea. <laughs> yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, it'd be a cool story. Yeah. I think probably I I think probably like a two two and a half to three because I think like you wow. said, I think the wanderer doesn't have that emotional availability to take on something new. And I think Bayonetta probably doesn't have time to waste on somebody who doesn't have that emotional availability. I would assume. I would love some Bayonetta experts to jump in here and help us out. Yeah. But, um, please. That that would be my assumption. I was gonna give this a one star. Wow. Okay. 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 Bayonetta is a very strong, confident person. I kind of see them just seeing the wander, like, this is not, you are so fixated on your ex. This is not gonna work for us. Yeah. Like, 
I need someone that sees my worth, and I don't think it's it's like you you seem more into your horse if anything than me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And granted, Agro is a is a great guy. Agro great, is, great horse. Agro is a great horse. You know what I mean? So like, well deserved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but at the same time, not not the best for their relationship. So are you comfortable with me splitting the difference and doing like one two five? Like maybe maybe 100%. they make it a year, maybe a little more. Probably like yeah, somewhere between one to two years. Okay, I can okay. see that. Okay. I think I see more in the lower end, but to be fair, to kind of split in the middle. Yeah, that cool. sounds good to me. Okay, okay, yeah. All right. Um. All right. Wow, so we have we go. Phoenix we... down, Mega Man zero. We have Bayonetta uh, Wanderer at one point two stars. But Col McGrath and Cal Kestis at four stars. We are think we're thinking four years of solid relationship building until one of them probably croaks because they sacrifice themselves. Yeah. yeah. Doing something important. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. That's that's our winner of round two, Calcastus and Cole McGrath. Interesting. These these couples are very wild. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, we are on to round three. We're gonna spin the wheel. It's spinning out. Brian, I am. It's gonna be really hard. Zacharias and Travis Touchdown versus Cole McGrath and Calcastus, and then one other couple. Yeah. It's gonna be crazy. So our first person. Oh God. Our first person in this relationship is. Chris Walker from Outlast. If you don't know who Chris Walker is from mm. Outlast, he is the giant human being, naked human being, right? with I don't think he has a nose, uh, yeah. who is chasing the main characters at the whole game. Very this scary. Going to be there's there's a very specific individuals who I think we work with, and otherwise, other than that, it's going to be very bad. Yes, like, like yes. maybe negative stars. Hundred uh, percent. Oh, it was almost that person, Ryan. Um, and then we have Captain Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. Uh, all right. We're going to click again for the next person in the second pairing. Chris Walker and Captain Falcon. Uh, very interesting. Uh, the next person is Crash Bandicoot. Okay. Who is then going to be paired up with... Spinning, 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 spinning. Paired up with... Sub Zero from Mortal Kombat. All right, all right, all right, all right. And we have one more pairing to go. This is the Ooh. last pair of the episode. Uh, so the next pair starts with wow, these are the weirdest ones. Abe from Odd World. If you don't know who Abe from Odd World is, uh, it's a. I mean, actually, it was a newer game of uh, Odd World recently. Yeah, there was um, not too long ago. Yeah, but mm. maybe Google him because he's a little interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't. I don't think they can talk. Is their mouth there? No, they can't. They can't. They can't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the last person matched up with Abe is oh, so weird. Princess Peach from Super Mario. Okay. All right. These are some interesting. These are the weirdest ones we have. The for weirdest sure. ones for <laughs> Just sure. The wildest. Okay. Okay. This is so weird. Okay. Um. All right. I mean, so we're going to start with partnership one: Chris Walker and Captain Falcon. Now, Chris Walker. <laughs> Is someone who held, a, if I remember correctly, held a normal job at this at this mental institution, mm-hmm. um, who is unwillingly chosen to be like experimented on and basically loses his his yeah needs some you know, needs some help needs some support needs some help yeah he loses his mental stability um, he is missing a nose he is I'm pretty sure naked the whole time uh, and kind of covered in blood so mm. very specific individual kind of seeking that kind of. Uh, yeah. Partnership, I yeah. feel like. Yeah, uh, someone yeah, just yeah. really likes Halloween. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then of course we have Captain. Yeah, yeah. And then we have Captain Falcon, which I don't know, Ryan. Do you know a whole lot about Captain Falcon? I know he drives a fast vehicle and loves to race. Yes. That's the extent of what I know about Captain Falcon. Um, I know nothing else. Um, other than yeah, that. he's like a bounty hunter, I think too. I think. Oh, really? Oh, okay. I think so. I'm yeah, pretty sure that, that would make sense. Like where, yeah. where, um, where they would. Could they they race and they hunt folks? Okay, all right. Can I? All right, Ryan. Can I? Can I? Can I try something really fast? I here? I would I would yeah I would love to see how you're gonna what tail you're gonna weave to bring these together. Oh, actually, it's not even that. Okay, not, I just okay. want to do things super random, and I would like you to just be like, just tell it to me straight. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, here it goes. Here it goes. Falcon Punch. That's pretty good. That was pretty bad. good. Okay, pretty I just want to yeah. say it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You want to yeah. be able to. You want to be able to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone else yeah. is rolling. If you, if anyone else out there thinks they can do it better, please, please <laughs> shoot your yeah. shot. Let's see it. Let's see. It. <laughs> let me see. Let me hear it. Yeah. Let me yeah. hear it. Yeah. 
Right. If, and call me. Call me and only say Falcon Punch. If you do a great <laughs> we'll job and you consent, we'll even like add it as a sound clip at the end of an episode somewhere. A hundred percent. Oh my god, it's, it's great. If it's a great job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Call in. Leave a voicemail or send a voice memo or something. That'd be sweet. Yeah. I'll play all of them. I'll play all of them. Hundred percent. I will. I, I, I swear it right now. I will play all the ones we get before the episode releases. I will. I will put them yeah. out there. Yeah. Or actually, probably after because no one's going to hear this until after. So right. Exactly. It would be in like your next episode. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll the next you have a month you have a month yeah. from when this goes out to to write in or to to, to write in right they just write in falcon <laughs> <laughs> um i i don't see this working here, i see this hold on yeah. eric here's here's yeah. the situation here, this is this is the question does captain falcon seem like the type of person who would like to spend time helping somebody else you know be a better version of themselves or do you think they'd rate like Situation is, Bounty goes out, Captain Falcon has to hunt down Chris Walker, finds them, like, lost in this terrible situation. Is Captain Falcon the type of individual saying, hey, you look like you need help, let me try and help you. And that is not a great place to form a relationship ever, because you're not on a level mm. playing field. It just, yes. you're not in a good, like, that's that's doomed to fail. But, yes. d- do you think that puts it higher than a zero? <laughs> <laughs> this is all we're looking for here. Is this like a point five or a point two five? Because I don't think anything higher than that's gonna work. I I don't. I see I see Chris Walker <laughs> charging at Fal- Captain Falcon and he just Falcon punches him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Off yeah. the stage, so to speak. You know, I see. Yeah, one hundred percent. The zero. Chris Walker can't even like process any emotion, <laughs> yeah. let alone try to have a relationship. So like. I just don't. <laughs> so, story goes, you can't see this. Unfortunately, Ryan wrote zero stars and then all caps Falcon Punch. <laughs> Rightfully so. I, yeah. I think that's just how it's going to go. And Captain Falcon just gives me the vibe that he's just, he's he's someone who just is not going to commit. He's going to just be racing and hunting and just, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. he's not going to settle down until he's like in his 50s at least. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I just don't see that happening personally. Yeah, um, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Yeah. What do you think about relationship number two, Ryan? I think this is also book wild. Um, I think it is a weird situation in that, like, Crash Bandicoot is a bit out there. Um, we do know that they're, in, they're, like, have been in a relationship yep. before with mixed success. Um, and then with some success, I think they eventually rewrote the character who they were in relationship with and made them much more interesting and, like, less interested in, in uh, Crash Bandicoot, which I, I think was a good choice. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know in a world in which these two come together. I don't know what they, I don't know what they bond over. I don't know where they, yeah. like, meet. I don't know what shared interests they have. I just don't know what the, what the thread is holding them together because not always... But in most situations, the person you form a relationship with is somebody who is, like, around you at any given time, or you have mm-hmm. some type of shared experience, or, like, some shared anything that you can then bond over and then kind of go from there. Yep. I don't know what they're shared. Like, Sub-Zero is, like, a fighter who just fights people, and maybe there's more story there that somebody knows other than me. And Crash, Bandic- Crash Gand Bandicoot is, like, they're just trying to live their life, and this, this evil scientist is messing with it. Um, yeah. so I don't, I don't know what the threat is there. I see Sub-Zero being the downer of this relationship. Crash is trying to have fun, trying yeah. to, like, just have, like, you know, free fun, and Sub-Zero's like, I don't want to do that. And yeah. then Crash is like, what do you want to do? He's like, fight. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't want to fight. I want to kill someone. It's like, okay, well, this is like, <laughs> this is, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're, you're yeah. a little much. Like, you know, like, and then like, you know, like, Crash is like, hey, like, he wants to like show, like, he wants to like try to get Sub Zero to feel like wanted and needed in a relationship, you know what I yeah, mean? Based yeah. on his like qualities, and so Crash is like, "Hey, Sub," because that's his nickname. Yeah, uh, which seems like it's not fine. the best nickname, a, uh, or anyway, or yeah. a great hey. nickname to be depending on the relationship. <laughs> you know, only I can do it is yum. He goes, "Hey, Sub, do you want give uh, me a solid and, and put some ice cubes in my in my drink? Yeah. I would really appreciate it." And then Sub Zero goes. Is that all I'm good for? And then Crash is like, oh my god, like I'm just trying here, you know, I'm just yeah, trying to, yeah, to make this yeah. work. I see Zub Zero being a total downer. Yeah. I and then like that. comes home bloody and Crash is like, what are you doing? And Sub so like, just another hard day at work. And he's like, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, like, you know, I yeah, like I froze somebody and then broke them into pieces until they were dead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Like yeah. maybe, maybe like useful in like like destroying Cash Crash's nemesis. But even then, like I'm pretty sure they've like worked it out and they're doing okay. Crash and, and Doctor 
something. Uh, I don't remember his name. Evil? No, no, no. He's got like a Cortex. Uh, Cortex. Professor Cortex or Doctor Cortex or whatever, whatever the heck. I think they've worked it out. I think I think they're doing okay. I don't know if that's huh. right. His name anyway. But like in in other games, you can play as him. like in the newest Crash game, you you play as him sometimes. And I think I think they worked it out. I think they like had a common thing. So like, I don't know the. I don't. Yeah, I just I don't. I don't Maybe a fling, but not any more than that would be what I would say. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I, I would give this a one star. I only lasting past a year. Yeah, I think yeah. this is a okay. short term thing. I don't think either of them would have any kind of like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. anything like you're saying, right? Any kind of like thing to kind of base this relationship off, or like any kind of like in- shared interests, or I just don't see it. I don't even see like you know. Then it kind of like just goes into like I don't know. I just don't see it. I just don't. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. doesn't doesn't feel like it's gonna, gonna gonna have legs to go go very far. Yeah, I I was thinking like a, a point five or a point two five. So I would, yeah uh, yeah okay I'm down so for that too. okay man these are rough these are rough yeah rough I mean these are these are weird ones but they're just not shaking out uh, they're not they're not working out well they're not I I you know right this next one though I'm not super I, down on yeah yeah I think I think I'm there might be on. something there I think I think we have seen. Now we know a little bit about Abe and who yep. they are as a person and who they are as a being and what they're trying to do. And in most cases it's good, even though sometimes they mess up. Yes. Um, they're clumsy. Yeah. They're clumsy. They're a bit goofy, but I don't think that, that to me doesn't feel like a deal breaker for Peach. No, no. Um, in, in this no. situation. I must play Peach likes a project. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. For sure. For sure. And, and like maybe like likes a little bit of like, I think, I think, being in Peach's position, they have a lot of power. They have a lot. They have a lot on their plate, and I think they just sometimes like to focus on other things. Sometimes would be my guess. I, I think so because they got yeah. a lot going on. They're they're running an entire kingdom. They've got right. They, they've got a lot they're handling. Right. I I kind of see. I almost feel like Peach sees the best in people. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I think. I think she looks at Mario, who's like, he's fine, whatever. You know yeah, what I, mean? I think, I think, I think Abe and Mario are pretty equivalent in their like ability to communicate and like, yeah, in move through the world in spaces. I think Abe, I think, has said more maybe than Mario uh, in, in the mainline yeah. Mario games. Yeah, I would say so. I yeah, think. yeah. I almost feel like Abe could be that person that like Princess Peach sees, is like, what the heck? And then Abe somehow saves the day, and then she yeah. sees his worth. Like, I think yeah. that. That's the kind of attraction Peach would have towards Abe. Mm-hmm. And Abe, I don't know how Abe works with his sexuality, but, mm-hmm. like, he would probably just be... Fu- he'd probably just go with the flow. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It would work. Mm-hmm. And I think he'd, like, he like would grow, I guess. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, and I think maybe yeah. Abe wouldn't be so hung up on, like, she's a princess in the same way, like, I think Bowser is pretty hung yeah, up on the fact that she's yeah. a princess. And maybe Mario is, too, because I know Mario yeah. is, like... Like out to save princesses in some situations, not always, um, right. but but I think like there's a there's a um, and this is like we we are doesn't matter. I think there is like a a Mario is like putting Peach up on a pedestal in a way that I think Abe will just be like, hey, you seem like a great person. Let's just chat. And like Mario's yes. like, you're the princess. Like I think I think maybe there's there's like a, a, there's a casualness to maybe Abe that I think Peach might appreciate. Yes, I I a hundred percent agree with you. I. I look at this relationship and I say, yep. you know what? I'm gonna give this like, I give this a solid three. I don't yeah. know how long I think it's gonna it's, go. Yeah, it's, but... it'd be rocky for sure. Rocky at the start. Yes, yes. Rocky start. Maybe a rocky ending too. Yeah. Ava's just yeah. kind of clumsy, and I don't yeah. know how much he can empathize with other people. He kind of. I mean, he saves a lot of his own kind. So yeah, he really does empathize a lot. Yeah. I um, I don't know where it would go. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I want to see four now. I can see it going for a while. Okay, I think I think we do have to keep in mind that like Abe does seem to be similar to Mario, like focused on like yeah has other things they need to do. Um, yeah. Wants to go save like save his people. Like his his entire like pe like people are are facing like genocide, and he wants to go stop that. Yeah. Um, and I think Peach might be supportive of that, but might not, because they've got their own stuff going on. So I think there could be some challenges there. Uh, yeah. But yeah. I certainly think it's 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 positive. There's some positives. I think I think a solid three for me sounds right. Cool. I, I think three three sounds great. We could even we could yeah. split the difference with three point five if you'd like. Three point five. Feels... Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like roughly like three and a half years. Like you know, like th- three to four years. It's a little rocky here and there because communication's a little rough. 
Um, but overall, they see the they see the value in each other. I think they see the good in each other. I think that's what would really stand out. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. So with that, okay. we have our three finalists. And we do the thing is, Eric, is we have numerical values yeah, on do. them. So I don't know how much we want to take that into account, or if we want to reevaluate them in this situation, or if you feel like we've said all we have to say. Like we have, we do have numbers tied to these already. Do we want to do it where they're in a specific situation like we've done before? Oh, yeah. We change the parameters to make it a little more interesting. Um, How about this? Ryan, let's make this episode full circle right here, right now. Full circle. Can I suggest something? You tell me what you think. Yep, yep, yep. These two individuals of each relationship sit down and play Overcooked together. How (laughs) well do they do? Okay. I love this. I love this so much. This is the most perfect idea we've ever Full you circle specifically moment. have ever had um this is incredible if you don't know story goers overcooked you really should try it it's a lot of fun you just really are making food with other people uh and just very specific ways but it can get very stressful and mm-hmm. if you like mm-hmm. and if you you're trying to get three stars in each level and it's just very very hard it can cause a lot of frustration but it can also cause so much joy and happiness when you can get to where you want to go with it um it really is a relationship tester i've i've suggested people play it and they're like no i don't want my relationship to end with this person i don't want to play this with them or you know or they you know they play and they do great i've played with my fiance and we've had arguments about this and we also have have celebrated great you know, highs and lows we, highs and lows highs and lows it really is high and it really does test your relationship in a way where like it does show how well you communicate with each other and how, how yeah. can you plan and how can you do it so it really is so okay so does that sound like a good idea? I love I love this so much. Okay. Yeah, it is like okay. the perfect encapsulate because right, like relationships, it's easy. I shouldn't say it's easy. It is easier <laughs> to have a yes. successful relationship when nothing stressful is happening and things are yep. all good. It is much more difficult to have a positive relationship when things are hard, when things are stressful, mm-hmm. when you're trying to do things. And that's what Overcooked does, right? It just like forces you to be come out of a safe environment and go to something where you are still safe, but there are some stakes. And, yes, and I, think, yes. I think this is perfect. I love this. Yes. So we have our first partnership. I, honestly, I feel like this all holds up. It's like our first partnership is Zagreus and Travis Touchdown. Yeah. And I don't know about you, Ryan. I see these two bickering about what they should do. Yeah. What yeah. should do what. Yeah. I think. Have a hard time something... giving. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Hard time letting things go. They want to be like the person that does something yeah. more so or they want to take the charge. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think they would butt heads quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, For sure. What do you think about Cal and Cole? It's hard because I think you have a similar situation where they both are the heroes. But I do think they have, because of their experiences, have had to put trust in other people. At yes, least spe- yes. Specifically with, with Cal, I'm sure with Cole too, where they've had to say, yeah, like, yeah. this is more than I can take on. And there's mm-hmm. a, like, a ho- I need to rely on others because this is he more does, than yeah. I can handle. So I think that learning in itself, if they're able to tap into that, could make it really successful. I agree. Cal, or Cole has done great because he, like, he has a best friend that kind of is on and off again. Best yep. friends. Yep. based on the best friend's choices. But Cole does forgive and forget and move on and or not forgive and forget but he does forgive and move on and does try to he does rely on people to help him yeah. i see this as cal and cole like maybe they struggle at times but they come back together and say listen yeah. here's what i think we should do what do you think we should do and they kind of come to terms with what they both think is right yeah. and then they're efficient that way i see them actually working pretty well together with this and i think cal and probably cole as well cal specifically has training to deal with anger and frustration, right? Because that yeah, is so yeah. important to work through that in a way that is it is healthy. That I think mm-hmm. there is something there that that training is really going to help um, in in working through it. I think, yeah, I think it might get hairy in the delegating side of things, and mistakes mm-hmm. will happen. But I think, I think, I think, yeah, I think they could be pretty successful. Yeah, I totally agree. And and for our last partnership, I feel like Peach would just be running the show, and, and Abe I, would be all over the place. I, I but I do think there's something to be said about Peach. No, is in control. I think Abe's okay with just you tell me what to do, Peach. I'll do it. I'll do my best. Right? I think, think there's something there. Do you think he'd be able to understand there. though? Do you think he'd be able to get it? I don't know. I don't know. I think. I think. Yeah. yeah I right. think that's true. I don't know if they'd be understand, but I think there is something too. Peach is. I would. I'm assuming better at this and is good at managing things from their their job and what they do in yeah. the world and is also very good at giving orders. It's just if Abe is able to play them out, and then when a mistake happens, what's Peach's reaction? I. So I guess we're looking at it in two ways, right? I, I think, can we, can we both agree 
tell me what you think, Ryan. Yeah. That Zagreus and Travis are just not going to make it. In this. I think. I think. I think so too. I think. I think they yeah. don't have it as much as the others do. I agree. Now I kind of see it in two ways here. We see Cal and Cole that we both agree are kind of equals in this dynamic, and they kind of give and take, and they they talk things out. And then we have Princess Peach and Abe, who it seems like Peach has a little bit more of the control in this relationship, and kind of like instructs Abe on how to act and move because uh, Abe probably wouldn't be able to do that on his own I guess so we're looking at which one is a healthier partnership in that regard if they're both successful which one defines a relationship more yeah yeah and and I guess there's also something to be said which is the better situation right because I think True. like you're saying both of these might work but mm-hmm. which is the more healthy and more positive? Yes. Which one is really in relationship in a, yeah. from a relationship standpoint? Which one is the healthier? Which one would you want to have a relationship with? You know, like yeah. which one would you want to have a relationship that, that defines what theirs is? Does yeah. Make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think I think with that, I, I think it's pretty clear. In it's that, pretty clear. Yeah. I think I think like the the Abe and Peach, they might be able to get through it, but it's because Peach has been bossing Abe around the whole time, yes. and they just haven't yes. messed up. Um, where it's not an equal situation. And that, that might work for some relationships, but I don't always know mm-hmm. if that's the healthiest um, yeah. in every situation. I totally agree. I think Cal and Cole would go above and beyond, be supportive, communicate effectively. I think they would do fantastic yeah, I think you agree, Ryan. Is that sound? I, I, I'm I look at the Google Doc. Yeah, okay, cool. I, I, think, I think I agree. Yeah, I, I mean, I just think like these are two individuals who... We've seen a lot of growth over the course of their experiences to get them in a place where they could work with another person, they could overcome a challenge, they could give up some control in the situation mm-hmm. by trusting another person. And then because they, they, they are not perfect, they have ha- dealt with like some pretty traumatic situations and are still working through that, but it, that doesn't o- necessarily always get in the way. of. And especially in a situation where there are stakes, but it is not life or death, because I think... right. In life or death situations, or when things are, are like really personal, they might make mistakes that are more intense. But in if we're looking at the overcooked challenge, I think they're going to be willing to let it let it let it roll. They're not they're not super competitive. They're not like yeah. I, you know what I mean. I think I think it would work well. Yeah, I think you just put it absolutely perfect. So with that, our official winners are the best relationship we have right now is Cal Kestis and Cole McGrath. Uh, Cal is the second time winner of our character wheel. Yeah, what a champion. Uh, I think the first time, oh, actually, I won't say. You should go listen to our other character wheels uh, and find him. But we should probably go send um, uh, Respawn. No, who makes? Respawn. Uh, Respawn. Who makes the Jedi Survivor? It's EA. Yeah, but I think it's Respawn. I think it's Respawn. Uh, We'll send Respawn a, uh, uh, a plaque. Yeah, yeah. And they'll Thank say, you, they'll say, what the heck is this? <laughs> <laughs> this is nonsense. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll spend, uh, we'll send them a very nice, like a nice wooden metal plaque that they yes. can hang up in their office, and they'll have no context. Yes, no context <laughs> at all. We will, they'll reach out. We'll, we'll, we'll not talk to them. Purposely. No comment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No comment. Yeah. So listen to the listen podcast. to the episode is our response. Yep. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. And they better only send us one response, and it should be. Falcon Punch. Let us know how you do. Yeah, respond. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Storygoers, thank you for listening to this whole episode. Tell us what you think. Who was the best couple? Do you disagree wholeheartedly? Uh, would Captain Falcon and Chris Walker make it work? I don't know. But let us know what you think. Tales from the Cartridge at gmail.com. All the E's are threes. Also find us on our Instagram or Spotify or leave us a voicemail or text at 207 494 4334. Uh, rate us if you want to. Donate to our Patreon if you would uh, be so inclined for just a dollar. Uh, we have to go watch Spider-Man. So we gotta go watch Spider-Man, y'all. Yeah. Go watch Spider-Man. It's, uh, it's going to be great. I'm yeah, sure it'll be yeah. great. Next episode, we're going to come up like, wow, that sucked. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, Story Gore, stay happy, stay healthy. Thank you for listening again. Uh, and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.